Welcome to the Women on the Rise podcast. I'm Jen Blandos, the founder of Female Fusion, and this is where we look at everything entrepreneurship for female entrepreneurs. Whether you are just getting started or you have a seven or eight figure business, we cover the topics that matter most to you as you are building, growing, and scaling your business. Welcome to another episode of the Women on the Rise podcast. And today's guest, I have wanted to introduce you to for a very long time. Um, I'm bringing to you Jackie Tamblin, who is a high ticket coach. But the reason why I wanted to introduce Jackie to you today, we are in the same mastermind together and never have I met a woman who has the confidence, the drive, and the most successful coaching business. And I wanted to share all of her knowledge and insight with you today. Welcome to the podcast, Jackie. Thank you so much for having me, Jen. I mean, I'm just so delighted to have you. And as I said to you, the first time I met you, I was like, wow, the confidence that this woman has, the coaching business that she has built is out of this world. Maybe you could tell everybody a bit about the coaching business that you built. Yes. So I always say good times bring confidence and tough times bring wisdom. <laughs> so really much my confidence is about like a lot of wisdom I gained from my past. So I've built a like multi seven figure coaching business online in the last three and a half years while being a single mom emigrating to the UAE. And like really living my true self-expression. I'm in the field of like money, money healing, money manifestation and high ticket selling. And um, yeah, I'm a social um, psychologist from my academic backgrounds and I was a former head of HR. So I've done the corporate life and I have to say this is so much better. <laughs> Absolutely. I mean, working online, you, you and I were talking before we started filming as well that Working online can be so much fun because you kind of live your life to your own terms. It is. And you can kind of get used to working at home and enjoying those comforts for quite a while as well. Yeah. <laughs> but it was never actually like a thing I I saw for myself due to me yeah. coming from a working class family. I'm used to a very hard work or this is what I thought like my only a way of making money or being successful would be in a co in corporate life, like having a high achiever position in corporate life. So being an entrepreneur for me is like the like the best ride of my life. But a couple of years ago, I would have never like it wasn't in my mind to become an entrepreneur. At yeah, all. I mean, it's being an entrepreneur is not easy. It's you know, it is amazing the freedom that it gives us and the ability to make money. But it is not it's not easy. I always say it's simple, but it's not easy. I was teaching my son how to ride a bike yesterday. <laughs> and it's like, I just saw so many similarities to having a business because all of us know how to ride a bike and you get on the bike and you think, yeah, I know what to do. And then you sit on it and it's like, okay, this is not working out how, how easy I thought it would be. Yeah. So you just have to have the consistency to like, you know, learn. And it's just a constant evolution of being better, becoming a better person, becoming a better entrepreneur and just developing your skills of entrepreneurship. But it is like that consistency and that, you know, willing to constantly learn, isn't it? It is. It's like the most important skill. It's like you're you didn't become an entrepreneur to be ready at some point. Yeah. You have to. Yeah. You're a constant miracle in the making. You always have to find like solutions for problems. And I think there is never a point in being an entrepreneur where you say, oh, 
I'm finished. <laughs> I'm done. Yeah. Everything is set up. You will owe. And you need to be comfortable with it and growing into that identity that this is what being an entrepreneur uh, like is all about like finding solutions and like you know being on this I always say entrepreneurship is like a roller coaster like getting oh, yeah. comfortable on being on the roller coaster like, but it yeah. is I mean I don't know if you find this that um you know you have like an amazing day and you're way up here and you're like Woohoo, I love this <laughs> and then three hours later something could happen and that roller coaster is like oh this is so hard <laughs> It's just the duality of having to navigate and hold a lot. Yeah. And I think that's like if you're like very much based on the outside, I think one of the like most important skills you have to learn is like be confident and wise and strong on the inside and train yourself that the outside world doesn't affect your emotions as much right oh that is so hard though isn't it that it is but you will never like get to learn it if the outside doesn't reflect it to you i think this is like what um what universe brings to you so you can learn and grow into that you know six seven eight figure entrepreneur that is so wise and i, I think i hear this from female entrepreneurs that they struggle with that that they struggle with the showing the world that they're confident mm -hmm. or not being affected by that negative feedback or the mean comment that somebody wrote on social media that it's hard to to show that it is it is but i think like if you don't have the chance to train that you will never get to that point of confidence and wisdom like you need to have these situations to grow out of them and also reflect yourself like what is being put on me as a projection of people's wounds and people's yes. hurtings and people's feeling i experienced that a lot because i'm talking about money all day right and success and all of that um and on the other hand yeah, it's just like having also a, a, like a healthy distance to yourself as a personal brand or as a business owner, like, you know, having like a massive self-expression through your brand and through your business, but also in times like where, where it gets rough, like also having the ability to shift gears and have the distance, like my brand is not me, you know, if Correct. you see a social media uh advertisement that's like a that's like an inch of what you know about me or yeah. my story it's only what I put out there to share what you see so people project a lot and I think like getting used to that projections and everything that could be your biggest breakthrough and it could teach you so much yeah and this is something that I I wish for all female entrepreneurs that they would be more open to that because once you become comfortable with that it becomes so much easier doesn't it it becomes so easy because you're not like if you're always afraid you will always have to bend you will always have to look out for somebody right yeah. but if you have like this this capability of turning pain to power have a good sense of self-reflection of consciousness of how the social game works like not everything somebody else says about you is the truth yeah. like you can stand up and you can be in love and you can be kind-hearted and just let people be and just do the, the stuff you really want to do and put your heart out and that's all also one thing I see in co with coaching and entrepreneurs a lot is like as soon as people don't buy their offers or like you know they don't get the rewards they wanted as quick they start to get frustrated and close their heart and depend on the outside to deliver them what they want 
found as a proof Correct. for them to be worthy. Yeah. And I said, that's not how the game works, right? But you can tell that as well, that when you see that on social media, you can tell yeah. those people who are going through that, that journey. And I find that really interesting because they might be feeling frustrated, but that is showing to the world a kind of a bit of a negative outlook in a way that you can just tell that they're not as as open and as, as abundant as what they should be. Yeah, I think it's also about learning how to handle and navigate frustrations. Yeah. Like through my life, the biggest uh, like successes and things, milestones I have reached, I have reached through frustration. I was frustrated about certain kind of things. I was frustrated about like, you know, not having the money to pay uh, my bills or about the lifestyle I grew up or I wanted or other people having what I wanted. I was frustrated about yeah. it. And I think that's you know we we should also talk about like frustration can lead to your biggest like successes and milestones and it's nothing bad to be frustrated sometimes you need it's just like the way you channel it for your life are you going to be frustrated and blame your surroundings and blame everybody else or are you going to be frustrated and are you able to figure out where this frustration exactly comes from and turn it into your biggest mission your biggest power and your biggest drive right. like on a continuous basis i mean richard branson he built like 400 companies out of frustration yeah. and out of the fact that he saw something and thought oh I could do this better and then yeah. he just did you know but if it's going to be easy it's not going to work right like it's a, a lot of times I think sometimes people expect that it's going to be really easy all the time I mean sometimes it is when you get when you get good at something a lot of times it becomes easier but in the beginning it's not easy and we have bad things happen to us and that's what makes us the people that we are today yeah, I think some people or most people mix up simplicity and easiness. Yeah. Like it's simple to become a millionaire. It's simple to build a business. I mean, Google it. You will find the steps. Just do the yeah. steps. But then reality kicks in and then you need to prove that it's not that easy to sell to put yourself on social media to sell your offers you have ha might have some yeah worthiness issues finding the right pricing it's like yeah find the right pricing check but if it's mm -hmm. your turn to find the right pricing and put it out there how are you going to communicate your worth how are you going to talk about it what is if you have a like a you know a discussion about it like will you back down or will you like you know stand your ground and just you know be in a or um go out there and present it in a confident way like because you did the inner work that led to the person yes. because i think that's the most important part and being an entrepreneur no many uh, no matter how many figures you make it's just developing yourself and transforming into that person that has the skills who can just handle everything correct and i mean the the field that you're in is very competitive it in a is. way like everywhere that you look there's like a different coach for a different sort of thing but very few coaches make it to the level that you do and I hear this a number of times from coaches that they just feel frustrated that they're not making the money that they would like to make and maybe some of them give up because they feel it's not for them what sets apart somebody like yourself who's a high ticket coach versus somebody who is coach yeah 
So I, I have to say I, I specialized and I started in the field of high ticket coaching because I specialized in one to one coachings and very high level containers. But I have like coachings in every price range. So um, I think that's just an important like fact. Um, but I think the, the thing that many coaches are missing out on is building a personal brand. It's just like teaching what you heard in another course will not make you a good coach or a good teacher or a yes. good mentor. Like you need to have, what's your secret sauce? What's your experience? Like people want to learn from people who embody what they say, right? Who are, have inspiring stories. Like, did you ever think about your hero story about how embodied am I? People don't, just don't want to be taught by somebody telling them theoretically what to do because we all know that we can read a book right yeah but like having this kind of embodied knowledge in alignment of what you teach and having the experience and helping others transforming their lives having great client results and focusing on these client results first because that's what I did too and building a strong like personal brand is like really what makes you stand out and for for our coaches who are listening, because I'm sure as well, so many of the coaches are like, so how do I do that? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> it's not so easy. So that took you from the time that you started out, that you decided to leave the HR world and mm-hmm. set up your business. How long did it take you to, to hit seven figures? Well, I, I uh, left the HR world, became pregnant. And while I was um, like after I gave birth, I thought I could never go back <laughs> again ever yeah. because I cannot like handle the lifestyle. Right. And I saw how like growing up with parents who worked very hard once and I wanted to be there for my son. So um, from the time I uh, built my company to the time I had seven figures in revenue, it was 17 months. Um, yeah. 17 months. 17 months. What would you say worked for you? What what can you put your finger on that helped you get to the seven, 17 month seven yeah. figure number so quickly? Well, first of all, I started during COVID. So, right, I started during COVID and I actually wanted to launch my my company in May 2020. But I I I decided to do it um, in March 2020. So when everybody was insecure about how is it going to work, like what is it going to come and what do we need to do? I said, you know what, now is the time to like get this moving and then I started right so that is like the first tag is like not waiting for the right time but seeing the the chance in every crisis and seeing like you know which gold also for yourself lies in there because I knew people would need to go online like um, the world is connected over zoom so even though kindergarten was closed and you know my my ex-husband was still working I was like it's now or never so I'm going to set this up now and um, yeah, and I focused very much not on gaining reach. I think that is also a mistake so many coaches do. They just want to have Instagram followers and, you know, big reach and set yeah. up ads. And I'm like, you're not even there yet. Prove yourself in a small amount of people that you can hold and transform and help. And that will have a ripple effect. And that was really the thing I focused on. So I had single clients where I focused on high ticket coachings, but helping them transform to the max 
takes, like putting my heart and soul into their transformation and helping them in whatever struggle they had. And um, this client results, of course, gave me a like, very good repetition. So they just told their friends, hey, I got somebody who really helped me. And then the so social media game got like bigger, bigger, bigger. And of course, I also had the money to pay for my, because I started from zero. I didn't have any money in my bank account to set up like 10 or 20K for a team and office and whatever. So I built like literally built a seven figure business from my kitchen table while my son was sleeping. Like wow. that was my reality. Wow. Yeah. And did you, um, at what point did you bring in extra resources? I actually, I actually, um, because I was a head of human resources, so I knew, okay, I cannot do this on my own. And the, the first assistant I got, I got in like right at the beginning, even like I pay, I paid her 50 euros <laughs> from wow. my private bank account because I didn't even have a company bank account, but I knew like these are the things we have to do and, um, I cannot do it on my own because I'm a mom and that uh, we have yeah. all of this going on. So I just was very good in outsourcing the, the things I didn't want to spend time with right from the beginning I mean you you could have done it yourself but it would have taken you so much longer to get there right yeah, and some things like you know doing all this graphic stuff and whatever <laughs> it's not, you're so not I, genius right <laughs> I. I, I like to do it but it was like okay I got three hours to work every day yeah what will I do and I focused on the things that made money and that was building a brand my clients and selling 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 putting content out there that was the, that were the things nobody else could do for me yeah. so I just looked at the task what do I have to do and which is like non-negotiable to anybody else and what is like the the things somebody else can do for me and probably which be much faster than I would be in yeah of course <laughs> yeah but do you know what I find funny is that When people set up businesses, a lot of times they're not willing to make that investment yeah. and they end up doing everything themselves. And they'll say to me, oh, well, I don't have the, the money to do that. But then, you know, you see that they've got the latest designer handbag or they're going on luxurious holidays. And I, to me, that doesn't add up. It's like, do you, do you want a business and do you want to grow your business yeah. or do you want a holiday? Yeah. That's like uh, one of the things I see like a lot and I'm very thankful that I always invested in the right things because I knew every euro I will invest in, more, in my business will make me more and more money, like more yeah. than ever, like a designer handbag could ever like, you know, return. And um, I really did a lot of sacrifice. Like I up till like four or five million euros of revenue, I lived in 80 square meters. Not because I couldn't have afford to like move somewhere else because I emigrated to the UAE. But I just thought like this, there was no, there was, Of course, there in, in Germany, it's also like a, a thing of finding the right place. Like yes. there are not a lot of houses, but I didn't want to like put my head to it. I was building something. I didn't even want the stress of moving, finding something. I was like so focused and I knew, okay, let me just go out and buy whatever I want cash in a couple of months or years, yeah. you know, and not like having this. I think it's like always short term gratification over long term profit, right? That's what yeah. it's really about. And I was always like very focused on the long term profits um, that my business will make. But a lot of business owners, like within Female Fusion, we have a seven-figure circle. And mm -hmm. so our seven-figure businesses get together. And it's so nice to have those conversations. And a lot of things that they say are, you know, that got them to seven figures, they reinvested in the business. Yeah. Like 
took that money, didn't go out and buy themselves a Tesla. They went out and reinvested in the business, whether it was team or office or mm -hmm. more supplies or whatever it was. Yeah. And then the other thing that they say is super important is personal development mm -hmm. and also having a coach. Every single one of them are like, I had a coach. Yeah. I think your your business can only grow to the extent you grow. Yeah. And I think there are so many like blocks that come with making more money, having more responsibility. Yeah, especially for women, especially in the way like everybody was brought up individually. Like I always thought with, with a lot of money comes a lot of re responsibility. So on your subconscious, at one point you will you will sabotage your success because you don't want to grow further. You don't want to yeah. have all of, of this responsibility. You don't want to be the person like perhaps setting up processes, rules, because you think, oh, that's just not my yeah. identity. I'm more like the creative type of person. Yeah, I, 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 that's just not my type. So you start like playing small and because you don't think you're the type of person. So growing yourself will always make your business grow totally. massively. Do you know, just when you were saying that one one money block that I see all the time with small businesses is over tax and mm -hmm. VAT because there is a <laughs> threshold in different countries about yeah. when you need to register for VAT. And a lot of them are like, well, I don't want to register for VAT. So I want to make sure that I only make enough so I don't have to register for VAT. I understand. I understand because I had these struggles. <laughs> like uh, I grew right. up like, like, Unblocking money blocks is like yeah. one of the things I do the most because I grew up with the like massive money fears and fears of existence because that's part of my history. So working on my money blocks and my money mindset was like the major thing I would like uh, recommend to anyone in any business because it like makes you grow rapidly. And I always had the I always had this. Um, my father always said, "No news are good news." So there was a time in my business when he was going to the. Um, um, to the letterbox. So I always, when I got letters for my business, I always had this thought in my mind, oh, no news are good news, no news. Are... So when there was a letter, I was somehow afraid. From really? The yeah, because I, I thought about, like, what did it cause in my family and the stress and, you know, the payments and stuff like yeah. that. So it really blocked me to even open letters because I was afraid there was something I couldn't handle. And now here I stand and or sit in front of you, like, paying massive tax bills i think <laughs> last year i had like a 2.5 million euro tax, tax bill. bill like you know that's like you know being the person or growing into the person coming from constant fears of existence and a lot of money blocks like to become the person that can handle a 2.5 million euro tax bill is like really a big part of, of personal course. development. But that's amazing. Like on the other hand, you switch that around and go, can you imagine the business that you've built to have a 2.5 million exactly. euro tax bill, right? Exactly. And that's something that you should be so proud of. Exactly. And that's what I tell myself, like, you know, what is it used for? Like the impact, it's not only about the income you make with right. your business, but also about the, and giving yeah, the impact you have. Yeah. Yeah. The impact you have as an entrepreneur nowadays and also as a coach nowadays is like massive. So are you willing to take the two sides of the coin and not only go out and say, oh, I want to have an impact. 
like this is one way of like having yeah. impact right and then also of course growing into the person that's a ceo and that you know does some optimization on their business or reinvest it helped me to reinvest a lot in my business because yeah. i know okay you know everything i will put in there will make it grow so i invested really a lot in my business and it, it also helped me like that's amazing yeah um one thing I'd love you to talk about, because I see that this is a problem with a lot of coaches, mm -hmm. is that they they don't treat their coaching business as a business, mm -hmm. that it's very much them, they're maybe doing some coaching over Zoom or mm -hmm. in person, mm -hmm. but they're not actually thinking about what that means for the business. How, how do you run your business? What sort of advice could you give to coaches so they could be thinking more about running a business? Well, I think the first thing you need to think about is like having clarity on what you want. Do you want this small side hustle coaching business yeah. or do you want to be an entrepreneur and a coach and a teacher and having impact as a personal brand? And there's nothing wrong with either, right? Both are fine. Yeah. But, you know, don't try to be an entrepreneur if you really just want to make 10K out of your coaching business a month because the ways you need to like build up the business is so different, right? And both is fine. Nothing is right or wrong. It's just different. Yeah. So um, I think that's the most important part to get clarity on that. And if you want to have the side hustle coaching business, that's fine. Then stick with one on one coaching, perhaps like develop like uh, the high ticketing selling skills and really focus on your one to one clients. But if you want to have this massive business that makes impact and you're still making impact when yeah. you do it as a side hustle because you're affecting people's lives. Like I think there is like this job is like so uh, valuable, right? You're affecting people's life. Yeah. You're working on better relationships like healthy children or health for women or whatever so there's this massive just because you don't make a lot of revenue in your coaching business doesn't mean you don't have impact but if you want to have this multiple seven figure business or whatever and have an impact over like perhaps social media and like influencing a lot of people uh, you just need a different kind of setup right you need a you need to um, have a personal brand you need to have a team you should think about the way you market yourself um, you really have to deal with all of the ways um, of um, yeah marketing on social media marketing on emails having a podcast like there are so many yeah. things you need to take care of and also building a team well and I guess having a strategy behind all of it right having yeah. a strategy but i always say i want a, like a soul-based strategy so <laughs> one one thing i hear this from so many coaches yeah. that it works for for your sort of business because it is you and it's having that soul behind it isn't it it is because like having this business is my biggest self-expression so coming from the corporate life having like you know studied in university I know how to build businesses the regular way and I didn't want to come to the point where I burned myself I had two burnouts under 30 so I know what wow. hustle is about right yeah. so I didn't want this experience in my life again so it was for me if I want to have it all how can I make it the easiest way possible still make the impact and the revenue I want to have but you know when things get rough I think it's also a sort of commitment to stick to it like I want it in the most easy and juicy way possible but if it's not there and if it's not going to come that way I will also be like you know on it to get what I want and mm. I think that's like you know, where many coaches lack the the focus or the commitment to stick to the things, right? And 
I think what you said is so important is the whole piece about consistency mm-hmm. and to be able to stick to it but also as well if it's not working awesome. to to find a way that that you can make it work yeah. rather than sitting there and going oh I'm not getting any clients oh nobody's buying from me and this is so where every coach it. this is where every <laughs> coach can show if they embody what they teach right. like sometimes I feel like okay but you're a coach for success handle it you're a coach for you know like attracting clients handle it like how can you like and that that's one of the things like you should really only teach what you totally embody and of course everybody can have a bad day or have doubts or whatever but how fast yeah we're humans but how fast can you get out of there or are you gonna stick in the downward spiral and stay there and stay there and stay there until somebody gets you out like being like being self-led is like the most important part in being a leader yeah right totally and one thing i love about being an entrepreneur, you can always make money. You can always make money. You can money. always make money. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, there's like, if you need money for something or if you have a bad month, there is always a way that you can generate money. And that's like one of the mightiest things. I think like being a mighty money creator and knowing, yeah. like deeply knowing that you have the ability to make money whenever in a blink of an eye, like, gives you so much relief and like so much calmness in your business but on the other hand you will go uh, you will need to go out there and experience that because otherwise you will not believe it yeah or you will lose trust in yourself yeah and i would love to hear your top tips for I mean not only for coaches but entrepreneurs in general because you're very good at this on how they can build their personal brand um a lot of entrepreneurs feel uncomfortable with this, where they're like, oh, but, you know, I just want, like, the company to be out there. I don't want me. And the thing is, when we own our business, it's us and the business. Right. Yeah, I think, like, one of the most important things is, like, being clear what you stand for and sticking yeah. sticking to that no matter what. It's like, don't be afraid to like polarize or don't be afraid to have different opinions because I think many people get in this right or wrong discussion. Is she doing it right? Is this the right value? Is this the right marketing? And I'm like, you know, nothing I do is actually right. Yes. (laughs) And nothing you do is actually the truth. So can we just agree that nothing is the ultimate truth and we're just living our like, you know, points of views and my brand stands for this, for richness, for realness, for like a certain kind of all in attitude for also being able to have fun at work you know I'm half British so the British humor is just inside me and when I when I was beginning I was like can I even be funny on my courses or is this something like a no-go and I just thought like unlayering everything that society or your environment puts on you and really finding your true core of who you are and how you want to be as a person like makes the best like you know checkbox for your personal brand as well like the more natural your personal brand gets the more like you know embodied and in alignment people will see you like you know being authentic and an integrity of what you say and what you teach and then not like be afraid of over exaggerating it a bit sometimes <laughs> yeah like and putting these things out and always stressing them in your community and your community framing to build also this hype or this community where people say oh she's a match she's the one I'm looking yeah. for oh or I don't like her she's just too much for me right so don't be afraid of that 
And I, I wish that more people would do that because a lot of times you see a lot of um, cookie cutter content <laughs> that it's all the same. Yeah. And or you see people as well who will say controversial things because they think controversy is going to get them more likes or more views. Yeah. And it's like, but if you don't believe that, right? why would you say that? Like being a personal brand is all about being your true self. Yeah. And like sticking to it, but not in an ignorant kind of way, but in a way like this is what I'm here and this is what I stand for. And I always say, don't be Buddha, be yourself in your business. I mean, nobody wants to hear any quote, Buddha quotes or Gandhi quotes anymore. Like, you know, <laughs> do you and think about things like also go deep in the, the way you, in your history and in, in what made you become the person you are and yeah show yourself in truth and I know it's not always easy I just had a whole masterclass with over a thousand people joining where I said it's not easy always to show what I think about money because I know there will be people yeah which will not agree and I don't know 1500 people right here in this room and yeah. some things I might say will trigger you or activate you but I just want to say it's it's just my truth and there's nothing right or wrong and perhaps you can open your mind to listen to me right and I think that's also one thing if you have a like a true self-expression um, you need to believe that people will understand you in the right way and if 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 they don't that's also fine right yeah. be okay with it yeah well there's there's a coach or there's somebody for everyone right, right? yeah and that's why like we're so many billion people on this planet that I feel that there's no competition because The people who are meant to be in your community or be part of your coaching program or buy from your business are going to find you because they're going to align with you and your values and who you are. And it's really the only way of being successful because let's yeah. be honest, like for me, coaches and entrepreneurs will change the world. Yes. <laughs> yeah? We're the one bringing like consciousness. So. Yeah. yeah, we're the one bringing consciousness. <laughs> we're the one helping people. So I think everyone has such a big impact. But on the other hand, there are many coaches out there. And if everybody just puts, puts out the same content and is not willing to be a trailblazer or a pioneer, how yeah. should people see you also as a perhaps a role model? Model if you always bend like down and are afraid to speak your truth like handling it. also these or navigating these kinds of things and duality of building a personal brand is one of the main reasons people book me yes right well yeah I mean it, like as I said in my introduction as well that just the moment that I met you the the confidence and the ownership that you had on your business I was like this is so special that I wanted to bring that to to female fusion and you've done an exceptional job of owning that thank you so much you're yeah. welcome now I have a last question for you mm -hmm. and that is your coaching program and everything you do is in German right now right but you're half British half German right so Are we going to see anything from you in English, do you think? <laughs> yes. So uh, since I moved to Dubai, um, I have a lot of people asking me, actually, when is your first English program coming out? So I'm just working on an international funnel to bring like what, like one or two programs out um, also Amazing. to the English speaking market, because I think that will be such an honor to like, uh, yeah, have yeah. 
get to influence even more people and uh, help more entrepreneurs building a successful business. And I think as well, when even people get to meet you through this or meet you through some of the female fusion stuff, I think you're going to have a queue of women wanting to line up to work with you there as well. Thank you so much. And thank you so much for yeah, your network and the amazing, outstanding job and heart you put to it. Oh, thank you, Jackie. Thank you so much for sharing your wisdom with everybody today. Thank you so much for having me. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of the podcast. If you want to be on top of the numbers in your business, why not download Female Fusion's SME dashboard? It is the exact dashboard that we use in Female Fusion to track all of our numbers, the financial numbers, the marketing numbers, customer service numbers. It really helps us stay on top of everything in the business. As I say, you can't grow what you don't know. So if you'd like to grab it, we've included a link in the show notes, or you can go to femalefusionnetwork.com forward slash SME hyphen dashboard. Now that might be a bit complicated, so just hop on over to the show notes and you can grab it from there.